going on? Welcome back. My name is Ryan. This is FTM. It's a first take media podcast. It's been a while. How are you doing? You good? You're getting enough exercise. Yeah. Perfect. Glad to hear it again. Welcome back. Um, it, it has, it has been a hot minute since I've uh, put one of these up, but in all honesty, we have some stuff to talk about. Um, I'm going to be putting some images about what I'm talking about, or at least trying to, um, for the version of this. This is going to be going on YouTube. Um, so if you're not already subscribed to me, would absolutely love if you would do that. Uh, my YouTube handle is youtube.com slash Ryan First. That's R-Y-A-N-F-U-R-S-T. If you have difficulty finding that, feel free to track me down on virtually any social media. My handle there is Ryfurst, R-Y-F-U-R-S-T. Somebody already took Ryan Ryan first, so I'm I'm a little salty about that. But you know what? We'll move on. We'll move on. Um, The reason why I'm going to be kind of touting the YouTube side of things as opposed to just the podcast side of things for this conversation is the fact that we... um, we got some stuff to go over. Um, today, Apple had their October event, and whereas normally in these conversations I would cover more than one topic, uh, this one was pretty beefy. So instead of giving each and every individual detail about everything that Apple talked about, instead, what I'm going to try to do is break this down into something a little bit more easy to digest for just your average user or average listener or average watcher or average. So I'm going to do my best to discuss all of the information uh, that Apple unveiled, uh, talked about, what have you, in order. Um, I mean, there is a potential chance that I might jump all over the place based on topic to topic, but we'll, we'll kind of go from there. So I'm, I would just want to start off by saying, uh, similarly to their, their previous makes, that the, the production value of this whole thing was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, looked really, really good. Willing to bet some of it was probably shot on an iPhone 13, and we might hear about that later, but I don't know. That's that's just my take on it. Uh, you know, let's get some practice with cinematic mode before it, it you know, whatever. Um, the very first thing that Apple talked about was the uh, the changes to Apple Music. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, um, again, I already kind of plugged the handle, but I'll do it again. It's Ryfurst, R-Y-F-U-R-S-T. You'll notice that I was kind of salty around this point, uh, simply because the stuff that Apple was talking about and touting for Apple Music, in all, all honesty, is stuff that we already have. Um, but now they're trying to repackage it as a different paid plan. I mean, if I'm entirely wrong on this, somebody call me on it, please. But I even tweeted that I don't understand the purpose behind what we're doing here. Um, so you have your, your individual plan and your family plan right now uh, priced differently depending on where you live in the world. Um, by the way, I apologize for any popping sounds you might hear. I, I got a pop filter for my mic. And I hate it, so I stopped using it. I just didn't like the look of it, to be honest. The stupid thing took up a third of, of the screen here. So we're just going to make do, and I'll do my best not to talk right into the mic. But it might slip up. Only human. Anyway, back on topic. Um, the thing with, uh, with these plans, or at least the new plan that Apple unveiled, is the fact that... Um, I have to take a breath when I'm thinking about this because it just, it confused the hell out of me. Um, Apple said, we have this new voice plan. 
So you have your individual and your family, as I already mentioned. Yeah, you have your voice plan. And the voice plan has some type of Siri integration where you can just tell her what kind of mood you're in, I guess, or what type of playlist you want to listen to. And Siri is able to curate um, particular songs based on that. Here's where I get lost. It already does that. Uh, And it already does that as part of just your generic uh, Apple Music plan. So my concern at this point is that Apple's going to somehow take the voice requests from like, hey, let me listen to Top 40 Pop or, hey, I'm really into the mood for some metal, my personal preference. And like Siri will already do that for you. She'll already get you whatever playlist or artist or what have you that you're looking for. Um, so my concern is like, is Apple going to be get, getting rid of that type of integration and putting it only into the voice plan and kind of, you know, leaving the rest of us out in the cold? And then the other question that I had, um, I'm not necessarily going to say that uh, the existing plans kind of, um, I just want to say like rub against the grain with this sort of thing. But if you're a subscriber to Apple One, which I am, I I do the whole package, I do the, the premium thing. Again, is this going to change the type of integration or integration rather that you you already have? And it, it's hard to say. Um, really, they were in this particular segment. If you hadn't watched it, don't worry. I'm I'm gonna link it in the description for the YouTube video. So go ahead and check out the full thing if you want to. But um, they talked about a lot rather about what um, Apple Music is already capable of doing and what direction they, they kind of want to take it in. But when they were talking, or rather, uh, when they, they unveiled the whole voice plan thing, they glossed over it really quickly. Like, really quickly. And they didn't really talk too much about it. So that's when I it was triggered to, to tweet. I was like, I don't understand the purpose of this. Somebody help me. Uh, I've been around this block a long time. I've been in this industry, like the mobile industry, uh, kind of doing, you know, stuff involving smartphones and paid services like this for over a decade. I've, uh, if I were to actually count the amount of years, I'm probably in this at like 15, 16 years now. So I've been doing it a bit and uh, I've seen a lot of odd questionable services come and go. Here's looking at you, Microsoft. And I, I I was really lost with this one. I didn't understand the purpose behind it. So if anybody that's listening or watching can really break that down for me, would appreciate it because as it stands right now, to me, it looks like Apple is just now going to try to try to charge a premium for something that they've already been offering with the fear on my end that they're going to uh, take that away from existing plants. But Apple Music is supposed to be getting uh, basically a little bit smarter aside from that. So the voice plan aside and all that nonsense that I just talked about, I, I, I want to finish this one off on a positive note. And that positive note would be that um, Siri is now going to recognize more commands in terms of what you want to listen to, how you want to listen to that, on what devices. Um, and that's going to lead me to uh, the next product that we were talking about was that Apple is coming out with colored HomePod minis and I'm in trouble. Um, I'm not going to lie. I really liked the blue ones and I really liked the orange ones. I'm uh, taking a look at them on, um, it's kind of like a, I'm taking a look at them on the, on the Apple website. So I'm all over the place when I'm, I'm looking at these, but we're still going to have uh, the white ones and the black ones as we already do. Uh, I've got a white one in, in my living room, for instance, and, um, 
it's really good as a matter of fact in in terms of a small smart speaker goes uh, the HomePod mini is phenomenal I can't say enough good things about it and now we are getting them in a whole mess of colors Um, I know a handful of people off the top of my head that are going to swallow that yellow one Um, so for my listeners that aren't going to be able to see what I'm putting up on the screen here but um, the new colors aside from your white and black we're getting like a dark teal almost like a a dark aqua I guess I I don't really know turquoise I guess is the color I'm not sure Um, and then we're getting an orange color kind of looks more like tangerine and then we're getting a yellow which is kind of like a Uh, sunrise yellow or sunset yellow um, depending on who you talk to but that's kind of how it looks to my eyes anyway so wide assortment Um, to be honest the the blue one and the orange one are really speaking to me (laughs) so I might have to pick up a couple of those Um, if you're watching this on YouTube you're gonna see I've got like a, a bit of a background here like I've got my my gaming consoles kind of spread and um a high chance that in the future you're gonna see one of those those colored home pods in behind me oh I'm, I'm gonna go broke we haven't even talked about the big thing as to why i'm uh, i'm gonna go broke here um that's the last topic that we're going to gloss over in terms of um in terms of the home pods though that's that's pretty much it um, we're getting better intercom systems um, we're going to be able to play music on all of the devices simultaneously just by a siri command which is really cool so if your household um let's say you're just doing some spring cleaning or, or what have you and you have multiple home pods throughout the entire house and you just want to blast the same music everywhere in the house so if you go room to room and you have a hard time staying focused on one particular room until it's entirely closed or uh, cleaned rather you're going to be able to just rock anywhere that you are so I, I think that that's that's really cool in terms of rocking anywhere that you are and any way that you want to we are getting airpods generation three so these have been hinted for a while now um and when i say a while i ain't getting we're going on roughly a year now at this point um they based on on what we had seen it kind of if i were to break this down for any of you to give you an idea of where these kind of sit in the lineup of uh, airpods um they are very comfortably in between the second gen and the AirPods Pro. So a couple of big kickers, especially for those of you that are already subscribed or have been following me for a while, you know the battery life is huge for me. And uh, these ones have improved battery life. There is uh, like hours difference worth. I think that um, you get a total of 30 hours worth of charge just based on, on what the AirPods are able to bring as well as the charging case in itself. So that's that's multiple sessions. And they are supporting not only MagSafe, but wireless charging regardless. So I don't think that they're going to do just plugins with these ones. But it sounds like um, they're, they're going to have basically the best of the best in terms of AirPods. Just into a little bit more of a smaller form factor. Um, the battery itself can get uh, an hour's worth of a charge in just five minutes, which is phenomenal. So if you're in any type of rush and you absolutely want to bring your AirPods with you and waste no time, these are going to be the ones for you. The other thing to note is that just based on the image, um, hard to uh, it's hard to tell um, just by 
really talking about or sorry it's hard to tell without physically having the airpods in my in my hands sorry i was getting a little off track they're just staring at them trying to gather my thoughts um aesthetically they look very similar to the pros in terms of the stem looks very short and uh, we have the little the outer pattern on it as well but the head of it is very similar to um the the current gen airpods but tweaked ever so slightly it looks like they're actually going to fit a little bit more firmly in the ear a little bit more comfortably which is good because i know some some people will complain about the fit or the feel of the current gen airpods so it's good that apple was able to listen to that side of it and and tweak that just a little bit they did mention in terms of the aesthetics that instead of having the tap that you would have on your regular airpods the stem is now going to have the pressure sensitive sensor that you would get on airpods pro so like i said this sits very very comfortably between the second gen airpods and the airpods pro so if you're if you're kind of like wavering back and forth these are probably going to be the ones that you want to get and by the sounds of it they weren't going to be super expensive either Uh, let me just load up the page here see if i can figure out exactly how much they are because the order is already available on the uh the apple website so if you're interested in going for them go ahead um looks like in the states i think i've loaded up apple.com here yeah i did whereas i'm located in canada so these would be a little bit more for us but uh looks like the american pricing starts at 179 i think is what we had that right let me see if i can get myself to the canadian website and maybe i'll be able to give us a little bit more insights so yeah 239 in canada so that's that's pretty on par that that makes sense um but with everything that you're getting out of them honestly I've, i i kind of feel like for apple wireless headphones solid really solid um deal on those ones i was actually really impressed to see that but um something i was really really impressed to see oh the new macbook pros um there's a lot to unpack with the MacBook Pros. First and foremost, not only are we getting the second gen of the M1 processor, known as the M1 Pro, we are getting a second version of it as well, the M1 Max. Um, want to say this naming convention is starting to get a little confusing, so we need to take a good hard look at that and... Uh, you know, try to figure out a different trajectory there because we're going to start getting a little off. In all fairness, like the Max has been positioned as the stronger processor. I'll kind of get into, you know, some specifics later on. I'm not going to break it down entirely because we'll be here for an entire hour. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll link the actual Apple keynote down below. I'm just trying to really condense everything for you guys here. Um, so the, the Max was positioned as the higher tier. The Pro was going to be the step down. And then you have just your base M1 which in itself is already a powerhouse. I've done a couple of videos on them. I've done one on the MacBook Pro and I've done one on the iMac. Um, But the thing is, is that with the name Max and then Pro, in my head, it should actually go the other way around. You may not agree with me, but that's just the way that I thought. It was like, I don't know. I hear Pro and to me that feels like the, the, the more premium i guess i i don't know but that that's just me maybe i'm just thinking about this in a strange fashion but the thing to note um is that the macbook pro is not only getting an improvement with the chips but like a really wicked 
aesthetic overhaul like really really good if you haven't seen one of these yet or at least just like the renders and the mock-ups that apple has created and thrown on their website you need to check it out like they look really really good I flipped shit when I saw that Apple put out uh, a MacBook with a notch. You heard me right, notch. There is a notch. You're going to have a notch on your MacBook. You want to hear something even crazier about it? There's no face ID. We're going to sit here in silence for a second just so you can think about that. There's a notch. No face ID. <laughs> it's honestly just for the front-facing camera. Um, however, they can be forgiven. Um, because despite the fact that there is a notch on the display, the displays are now a little bit bigger. As a matter of fact, they are exactly the ones that people have been asking for, including myself, for a couple of years now. So we are getting a base 14-inch model, and then we're also getting a 16-inch model. Now, they've just kind of rounded to those numbers. However, by the sounds of it, the 14 and the 16-inch devices or actually the screen size is actually going to be a little bit bigger than those particular numbers. So you're going to get a little bit more screen real estate than what you would have had previously, which is super nice and even better. And this is the part that I melted at is that they've put ProMotion into the MacBook Pros up to 120 hertz. Again, it's an adaptive refresh display and I am stoked. I am so, so excited. Now, I'm wavering on whether I'm going to get one of these or not, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, but as it stands right now, um, basically, these Macs, these MacBook Pros are actually fitting the Pro name. So because of the M1 Pro and the M1 Max processor, um, you're going to get increased battery life based on or sorry in comparison to what we already have with the m1 macbook pro which is phenomenal battery life i can go an entire week without charging mine which is unheard of from a macbook um but they also tell the fact that it is so energy efficient now that they kind of just put the fans in the macbook pros as a safeguard but they're almost never going to turn on which i think is, is a really ballsy claim on their part but uh definitely something to uh to watch and listen for just to see if if your your macbook pro happens to get warm enough that it feels like the fans need to kick on and again it may only do it in a, as a precautionary measure if that's the case it's only going to be on for a few seconds which is insane so again, if your fans don't really need to do much of anything, that's even more battery in your tank. So that's fantastic. So we have the, the chipset and we have the ultra energy efficiency from those chips. Um, but we are also getting larger displays. We are getting ProMotion on those displays. And here is where any of my content creator friends are going to just freak out. So if you're not already aware of this, first and foremost, where were you this afternoon or this morning, depending on where you live? You should have been watching this. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A little bit. Kind of kidding. Um, but the thing is, is that we are getting ports back on these MacBooks. I can't tell you how excited I am about that. So to round that up for you, um, we are getting three Thunderbolt 4 ports. For those of you that uh, are not into the Apple logo, that's basically USB-C ports. Um, we are getting HDMI on these things. We are getting an SD card slot. We are getting um, a headphone jack. And MagSafe is coming back to the MacBook lineup. I 
am hype. I am so excited. Now, they I couldn't help but notice, and I figured it out why afterwards, that they completely glossed over the price of these new MacBooks. So the MacBook Pro and the MacBook uh, Pro... Wait, hang on a second. Let me back up here because, again, naming convention is confusing the hell out of me. So we have two MacBook Pros. Uh, one of them is a 14-inch. One of them is a 16-inch. You can get the um, the M1 Pro processor in the 14-inch. You get the M1 Max processor in the 16-inch. I think you can get just the regular Pro in that if, as well if you want. But basically, it's like the, the Max has been isolated to just the 16-inch models, or at least that's all I was able to find online. It would not let me go up to the Max if I tried to do the 14. Um, if my wife is listening, don't worry. I didn't order one yet. <laughs> anyway, you'll find out why here in a second. Um, so they, they are, they're very, very beefy machines. And the Pro, the M1 Pro version is supposed to like more than double the processing speed and capacity overall of the, uh, the base M1 MacBook Pro. And when I say double, I'm not even kidding. Like even the... Um, the storage value of the the MacBook uh, Pro M1 Pro 14 inch is doubled, so you can get yourself um, I think still 128 gig or 256 for the M1s. I'm fairly certain you can get 128. I could be wrong on that. I have a 256 personally, but the new ones start at 512 you can't get anything lower than that um you can beef yourself up in canada even to just get like the next step up in storage i think it was like an extra 250 dollars but that brings you up to a terabyte which is um pretty average um nowadays for a computer um however with everything that i just mentioned it comes with a cost and this is why i didn't order one and this is a complaint that i have so um if you want to hear me kind of rag on apple a little bit keep listening so the new macbooks are super stupid expensive um at least from my perspective having just bought one last year Again on Twitter, um, because I do a lot of my ranting and raving on there. So if you want to see a creator freak out, go ahead and follow me there. Um, the issue that I was running into with the 14-inch specifically here in Canada is that... Hang on, let me just make sure that I'm getting the right figures here for you. I'm going to go to the Apple Canada website. Um, if you're in the States, you can expect this to be a couple hundred dollars cheaper, um, depending on, on which one you want, of course, just due to the, uh, the difference in the dollar conversion. Um, but I'm not saying by any means that this is still going to be like a super affordable computer for the bulk of you. As a matter of fact, if you're in the neighborhood for a new MacBook or a MacBook Pro in particular, uh, keep your ear to the ground because I'm willing to bet we're going to see some pretty wicked deals on just the base M1 processor. And in complete transparency, if I'm talking about, um, you know, appropriate consumerism, I would say that the 13 inch is a good needs wants basis in terms of a, a, a MacBook. The 13 inch is the base M1, just for those of you that uh, aren't aware. It is more computer than most people are going to need. And the reason why I say that is that the 14 inch, eight core uh, CPU, 14 core GPU, 16 gig RAM, 512 SSD storage, um, MacBook Pro, M1 Pro 
starts at $2,499 in Canada. If you want the next step up, again, a 14-inch um, M1 Pro MacBook Pro. <laughs> I'm all over the place with this. Um, this one has the 10-core G- uh, CPU, sorry, the 16-core GPU, 16-gigabyte unified memory, and the 1-terabyte SSD. Uh, you're looking at $3,149 before tax. So she ain't cheap. Um, your next step, if you were to look at one of the 16 inches, if you really want to go hard or go home, uh, the uh M1 Pro with uh, the 16 core CPU, six, sorry, a uh, 10 core CPU, Jesus, uh, 16 core GPU, uh, 16 gigabytes of unified memory, so your RAM, and then 512 uh, SSD. Again, $3,149. Uh, it's expensive. And then um, you have your terabyte model, which uh, starts at uh, $3,399, but then here's here's thing where things start to get a little uh, nauseating, um, especially if you're kind of in the market and you're like, hey, I got to see what new MacBook prices are like. Well, this is where you're probably going to have a, a, a mini cardiac event. Um, the M1 Max 16-inch MacBook Pro, that wasn't too bad. Um, 10 core CPU, 32 core GPU. Yep. Um, 32 gigabyte RAM, unified memory. Yep. And a terabyte SSD. So it looks like that's kind of the launching point for that. $4,399 in Canada. I shed a tear when I saw that. Um, from a creator standpoint, that is. Um, that's definitely like the holy grail of portable computers. That's uh, That sounds absolutely phenomenal, especially when Apple showed what the M1 Max is capable of doing. So I've already said that the M1 Pro uh, was like almost double the computer in terms of processing power and energy efficiency. The Max was like triple to quadruple depending on what you were doing. Uh, that's over the M1. And the M1, just base M1 processor, is still more computer than most people need. So if you are a heavy-duty creator, if you are somebody that is like, I'm not quite there yet. If you want to help me get there, I would really appreciate a subscribe on YouTube. That's, that's literally going to help me get to that point. But thank you in advance if you decide to do that love you for it chris pie five to you um the one terabyte m1 max is the holy grail um if you're a creator listening to this you can probably agree with me if you're not and you're just interested in the type of tech that we use this is essentially the one that most of the creators that you f- probably listen to or follow or subscribe to on youtube are going to end up swiping up if not a higher storage capacity uh, simply because this thing is going to be an absolute powerhouse. Um, a lot of creators, uh, myself included, have been asking for either a 14 or a 16 inch MacBook Pro and holy hell did they deliver. This is absolutely the way that most people want to go. Now, here's the issue that I have aside from the price because I mean that one was pretty self-explanatory to you. The issue that I am personally running into is that I checked the trade-in value of my my M1 MacBook Pro. Like this thing is still fresh. Ain't a mark on it. Like it looks really really good and it's new. Like it's it's fairly new. These did not come out all that long ago. And the trade-in value for mine is like basically new out of the box was just under $900 Canadian. So if I were to order even the base model 
M1 Pro MacBook Pro 14 inch, it's still going to cost me just over $1,600 Canadian. And again, when I just spent, I think it was like 13 or 1400, I think I spent on this one. It's uh that was a really hard pill to swallow and I chose not to. I spit the pill back out. So I understand the reasoning behind the pricing. These Macs are fantastic. I don't even need to have one in my hand to review one to tell you that it is going to be an absolute beast and I want one. But can I justify getting one? And if you, any of you are considering getting one, you need you you seriously need to ask yourself this question. If you already have a totally functional Mac and it is doing exactly what you need it to do for your day to day, do you need to spend this kind of money on a new computer? Probably not. That is that is my response. So um, don't get me wrong. Love spending money sometimes depending on what it is and when i saw these and i was thinking about these i was like this is these are amazing and i practically melted in my chair when apple was talking about everything that these things can do and honestly i think that they were just as proud and excited about it because the mac segment went on for what felt like forever but rightfully so they had a lot that they needed to talk about they jumped leaps and bounds um with what they were capable of doing with the M1 processor. And it's really, really exciting to see that they are already so quickly kind of pushing the boundaries of that. So real hype. That's that's all I got to say. Anyway, um, in terms of the overall event, uh, what I thought about it, it was pretty solid. Um, I felt that this one was a little bit better overall than what we had received for the one just a couple months back. I don't even think it was a couple of months. The, the iPhone one where they were talking about the uh, the new Apple watches and, and all of that stuff as well. Um, I will say that the production value just felt nicer with this one. You might remember that when I was talking about uh, Apple's coverage for the Apple Watch section of it, that it was really janky, the way that they got into it and the way that they left that. So that's what led me to believe that um, the setup that we saw for the Apple Watch is not the one that we were meant to see. It's not the Apple Watch that we were meant to get this year. And I mean, if any of you doubt me at this point, um, you need to ask yourself, have you been able to see one in person? Uh, have you been able to order one? Because I checked, not getting one for myself. My Series 6 still works totally fine. Um, but I checked and the shipment dates are like to the end of December right now. Now, if Apple had planned on releasing the existing, uh, or sorry, not the existing, but the the leaked and teased um, squared off Apple Watch, think we'd be having these types of supply chain issues? Didn't think so. Anyway, yeah, so time to get back on topic here is that I felt like the um, the production value of this one was just far better, just felt smoother. Um, transitioning in and out from topic to topic was the, the classic Apple that we were expecting, so it was really fun to see that. And then a little food for thought too, now that the pandemic is slowly starting to wind down, I'm not saying it's gone, so keep your masks on and make sure you get vaccinated if you're not already, but... Um, now that we're starting to see the pandemic winding down, 
in life slowly returning to normalcy. I'm wondering if starting in the spring next year, because um, the Apple periodically does like the spring events. So let's say that we get one in 2020. It's like, wow, uh, 2022, I'm not putting us back to 2020. Oh, my God, no. Uh, <laughs> let's say that we, we see a spring event in uh, 2022. Is it going to be an in-person one? Are there going to be physical invi- invites rather sent out to individuals saying, hey, we actually want you to come to, let's just throw like the Steve Jobs Theater, for instance. Um, we want you to come and we want you to listen and we want you to watch. We want you to participate. It's something that I've been tossing around in my brain. As a matter of fact, there's there was the the thought that if they were going to do this sort of thing later in this year, that they might even still do that. There's actually been chatter throughout uh, most of 2021 that, hey, Apple's next conference, they might have it in person. Hey, Apple's next conference, they might have it in person. So we're kind of getting back to that point now that things like sporting events, for instance, are opening back up and, and a lot of things that you can do out and about in the wild, so to speak, are becoming available to us again that we might actually start seeing in-person conferences next year so that'd be pretty exciting anyway did you watch the conference what did you think of it and did anything in particular really catch your attention like are you excited as i am for the colored homepod minis like don't get me wrong the max were fantastic but colored homepod minis man like those are those are sick all right anyway i talked to you off enough um little mini calls arms here if you've got this far first and foremost i really appreciate it um i would really appreciate it if you would consider subscribing to my youtube channel as i had mentioned i am doing my best to try to build the channel up to turn it into something that i i can really kind of call you know a day-to-day business um i understand that it's uh it's a work in progress and it takes time and it's definitely not an overnight thing so to that degree i do intend on releasing a video i've already been getting the notes together in the first like five to ten things that i've learned being on youtube being a content creator over the course of the last six months so if any of you care to listen to any of that uh and care to you know you just watch and learn whether you want to be a content creator or not do me a favor and subscribe because you'll be one of the first to see that video when it comes out and i would absolutely love some feedback from any of you i do also intend on hosting a space i think that's what they're called on twitter uh similar to this is kind of just discussing tips and tricks for any of my uh, followers or any of my my friends or what have you that want to uh want to kind of pick the brain of somebody that's just starting to get into this and the mistakes that I've already made and how I've learned from them and uh, where that's going to take me going forward. I would love it if uh, any of my fellow content creators established or not would join in onto that conversation as well to kind of give their two cents into it. I feel like uh, knowledge sharing and peer-to-peer coaching, so to speak, is super invaluable. Like it's, it's, it, it's one of the, the strongest things that we can do is to try to lift each other up. What's that all saying? You know, rising tides, uh, re, re, float all ships, sink all, no, not sink all ships. We don't want that. And you know what I'm trying to say. Basically, we need to help each other. So I'll leave you on that note. Be nice to each other. Help each other. You take care. I'll see you in the next one.